Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Uh, have I talked about the, the fact that my wife is now a, uh, a flexitarian? I've never heard the words. I don't think so. When I married her, she would eat meat. We'd have a nice steak for dinner. We'd have pork chops, chicken. Now she only eats fish. What? She doesn't eat uh, meat anymore. That's what a flexitarian right. is? So a vegetarian she, who flexes their morals to eat fish. Yeah, they, they won't eat meat, but they will eat fish, and they'll eat eggs and cheese. So they're not full-blown vegan or anything right. like that, yeah. But she's completely changed her diet, and it's really affecting my life. <laughs> In what way? I just feel like this is not the this is not the person I married. You know what I mean? And now I thought we had a long life of enjoying meat together ahead <laughs> of us, and now I have to eat steak by myself. Oh, that does suck. Yeah, if I was so, she'll make great dinners, and I'm surprised a lot of the vegetarian stuff does taste really good. But if I want to have like a big, thick, juicy steak, I got to cook that myself, and I got to sit there and eat it by myself. Huh. Well, That's not true. My son, is he's on the meat train as yeah. well. Yeah. What made her want to do this? Yeah. The internet? Pinterest or something, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, the, uh, that's the cause of most wives' ideas, I think. She read something or saw a documentary on Netflix, and I'm sure she's right, but... Yeah, about how bad, like, meat is for you or something? Right, and, sure. you know, cow farts are burning through the ozone layer, whatever. But damn, they taste good. <laughs> Steaks worth it. So, anyways, uh, we had to go for dinner last night and had a little East Side Mario's, well, pasta. Okay, it's no meat though. Still, get some meatballs, maybe. I got chicken on my pasta. She good. got the uh, seafood linguine, which is one of her favorites. <laughs> a flexitarian just sounds like something like a, a person who only eats when they do yoga. It's yeah. just such a weird name. Yeah, for I was it. excited when she first told me that she was going to become a flexitarian. I'm <laughs> like, whoa, Bendy. <laughs> This is going to be good for the marriage. Was I wrong? <laughs> okay, we got some calls coming in here. Hi, who's this? Uh, my name's Pat. Pat, how did your wife change once you got married? Well, she uh, she never ate meat right from from the get. Um, I'm sorry she, I didn't answer your question properly about uh, not eating meat, but she cooks it. Darn right. Oh, she'll, so you're, you're in the same boat as me. Your wife doesn't eat yeah. meat, and you knew that. Yeah. You married a vegetarian willingly. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? Now I watch a, I watch a woman, uh, another woman, mowing down on a T-bone or something like that. And it's like, holy smoke. Easy, <laughs> big fella. <laughs> a carnivore line. You, know, <laughs> you go to a restaurant, and you're just staring at the woman at the other table having a steak. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. She don't eat meat, but she sure likes the bone. Okay, Crazy. thank you. Was waiting for it. Hi, FM 96. Hey, Taz, I hope you sure don't get a uh, beer belly. You hope I don't get a beer belly? Well, Did that happen to you and your husband? <laughs> if your wife is that uh, as advertised when you're married, then you shouldn't change either, right? That's true. I am getting a little soft <laughs> in the midsection. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. Look in the mirror. <laughs> but you know what? It's because I'm eating twice the meat now. Because because <laughs> you still got to go to Costco. I'm cooking the same amount of food, and she's not eating it. So it's it's not my fault. 
Well, if you can't feed them, join them. <laughs> That's true. And again, some of the stuff she makes, the vegetarian stuff, and, I, and I'm exaggerating a bit. She will cook stuff with meat in it for me. Mm-hmm. But we are not eating meat as much as we used to. Like, I'm... I'm coming home, I'm expecting something with a little chicken in it, you know, and then what's this? Oh, it's lentils. It's yeah. a lentil stew or, you know, a vegetarian stir fry. And I'll still eat it, and it tastes pretty good, but it's just not what I thought I was getting myself into. Taz and Jim, good morning. Hi, I'm calling about uh, how your spouse changed once you married them. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was dating my husband, he whenever I went to visit him, um, his apartment would always be so clean and... I'm a clean freak, so I was kind of excited about that. But once we got married, um, he was just leaving stuff everywhere all the time. And like, like what? Asked, Were you overanalyzing it, or was he seriously being a slob? No, seriously being a slob. <laughs> so what I came to find out from his buddies is that when I would come over, he would take all of his junk and he would shove it in Rubbermaid bins and store it all in his closet. And then when you'd leave, he'd just dump the stuff back <laughs> on the floor. Exactly. <laughs> Why not put the stuff in a laundry compartment or a garbage? This is the exact same as a Tupperware container, but Cleaning it goes where it's supposed to go. It might take 10 extra minutes to actually <laughs> clean your apartment. Yeah, exactly. So he never, I guess he never really changed, but he was just being a little bit sneaky about his housekeeping habits. He tricked you. You're still, you're still with him, though. You're trapped. Yes, I am. I'm still picking up laundry every day. Well, I'll tell you, if you want to get back at him, stop eating meat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that into consideration. That's what my wife has done. I married her. She used to eat meat. Now, she uh, loves the vegetables. It's really <laughs> affecting my life. We've got Colleen on the phone. Colleen's got some vegetarian-related tension in her relationship. <laughs> well, actually, I'm uh, going to be quite honest with you. I was the vegetarian when we first started to get together, and my husband said that he was going to slowly slip meat into my diet to convert me back. And lo and behold, I'm back on the meat wagon now. So I don't know if okay. he actually put meat in my food <laughs> or if I just couldn't resist bacon and chicken wings anymore. I don't know. So. You caved. <laughs> yeah, I caved, yeah. But it's true. It's a, I, I feel like if you're if you're a couple, eventually one person is going to go one yeah, and, way, right? And I tried to sway him, and he's a full-on meditarian, so he was like, there's no way. Like, mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, no, um, I just think about all those wasted years that I did meet meat. So. <laughs> okay, congratulations. Enjoy your ride on the meat wagon. <laughs> Thanks. I would like to take a moment and... And say happy anniversary to my beautiful wife, Liliana. <laughs> You're kidding me. <laughs> it has been three wonderful years. Are you serious? Yeah, tomorrow's our anniversary, but we're going out to celebrate tonight. We're going to go to the Russell Peters show. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to it. We're going to have dinner at the Squire across the street from Bud Gardens before. They've got a great hamburger on the menu, which I will order. <laughs> and my wife tells me their veggie burger is also very delicious. So... Happy anniversary, honey. I love you. Time for sports with Devin Peacock. What a Monday night football game last night, Dev. Yeah, if you uh, missed the Monday nighter or maybe you went to bed early, you missed a lot. The LA Rams beat the Kansas City Chiefs 54-51 in the highest scoring game in Monday nighter history. We have the office pool going here. 
at Chorus Radio. And with the Monday night game, you always have to pick what do you think the, the total combined score is going to be, just in case you have a tie with the picks you've made for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> and I highly doubt anyone put 102. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody who knows nothing about football just 105. 105. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is that's something else. Um, we were just talking about the California wildfires. Uh, the Rams won that game, and uh, the quarterback for the Rams, Jared Goff, said it was a nice distraction considering what's going on right now in California. Yeah, no doubt. You could really see the community come together tonight and uh, just with the energy from the crowd and everything kind of leading up to the game and getting moved back to L.A., you know, kind of everything leading up to it and, and, and everything that happened the last couple of weeks has been so tough for so many people, and including a lot of people inside our organization. And being able to give joy and, and some sort of normalcy for a few hours is, uh, has been awesome. That was one of, if not the craziest game I've ever played in. You know, they were scoring, we were scoring. You, th- you think it's whoever has the ball last, and then we get two turnovers at the end. Happy to be on top, but it could have gone either way, but it was a lot of fun. So Goff, and then uh, the Chiefs quarterback is Mahomes, right? Yep. And he's just, he came out of nowhere, and he's just tearing things up. Are these guys the real deal at quarterback, or do they suck at defense? Why was the game so high scoring? Well, Patrick Mahomes was, even though he didn't start last year, the the presumption was in Kansas City that, like, this year he was going to be the starter. And so I don't think people were expecting this type of a season from him, but good things were expected of him. Jared Goff was like a top pick for the LA Rams, but he struggled until Sean McVay came to the Rams and really uh, turned his career around. And you look at the tail of the tape, um, Holmes threw for more touchdowns than Goff, six uh, to four for Goff, but uh, Mahomes also had three interceptions. Goff had none, so uh, turnovers in the end of the game are what uh, decided the game. But Man. another cool thing about both of them is they both have fathers who played in the major leagues. Oh, cool. Baseball players? Baseball, yeah. Interesting. It makes sense why they're good throwers. <laughs> so well, good at throwing. Uh, Mahomes' father was a pitcher, and Goff's father, I believe, was a catcher. Hmm. Don't make any jokes about that, Jim. I can see your wheels spinning there. <laughs> Don't put that on me. <laughs> Some people, I guarantee you there's people flipping out about their fantasy football teams last night. They thought they had the week. Because you, yeah. you, you get through the weekend, you're like, oh, my team's leading by 10 points. I got things wrapped up. Then the Monday nighter comes along. You're, uh, the guy you're playing has Mahomes as his quarterback, and suddenly he beats you by... 45, 60, 70 points? I was in that situation. I haven't checked for the for the final. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming I won last night because we I was ahead uh, going into the final game. I had Tyreek Hill for the Chiefs. Yeah. He had 10 catches, 215 yards, two touchdowns. Pretty good. So I'm guessing that's going to give me enough fantasy points to take the week. <laughs> and uh, my fantasy quarterback isn't doing so well. I see you uh, posted about Alex Smith yesterday. Oh, I mean, Alex Smith, um, the... They were saying, uh, the doctors, that the bone went straight through the skin. He got hit hard. Yesterday in, He's in out the, for a while. Uh, he is done. So, um, I, I, that, yeah, that, time he, to drop him and pick up a new QB, <laughs> is what you're saying? Yes. Uh, he, he's 34 <laughs> years old, though, so that's going to, I mean, 
34 is not old, but for football, it's, it's pretty old. And for this type of injury, it's going to mean they, they were saying it's going to be a long road back for him. Spiral fracture, right? Yeah. yeah. That means your leg twists around until the God. bone breaks. And then well, through the skin after? Yeah. Well, again, like, like the icing on the see, cake. You could see the bottom of the leg was just kind of. It was a flapper. It was, <laughs> it was dang. As they say in the medical field. Right. It we was got a, a flapper, flapper of a leg. We got a flapper, folks. <laughs> and we got to make a phone call here. Sad news I woke up to this morning. We've lost a member of the Taz Show family. I know. Yeah. Nothing's worse than waking up to see a text message like the one I got. See if we can get in touch with this guy. I think he should be the one to share the news with everybody. Okay, he's not available. <laughs> That's, uh, I'm trying to call my buddy Brent Knowles. Mm. He's currently in Egypt. Uh, he's on vacation in Egypt, so I guess that's the, uh, your call is not going through Egypt version. But uh, I guess I'll just read what he texted me. Here it is. Hey, Taz and Jim. I'm in Egypt, and I just received some sad news from my wife that our beloved Princess Sandy Stanley has passed on. She will be missed by the town of Port Stanley and all the FM 96 listeners. But don't worry. I'm sure she's in skinny pig heaven. I'm I'm so confused. She seems so healthy. Last we saw her, yeah. Did he... Did he bring her with him to Egypt? Was she a personal support skinny pig and died on the flight or something? No, she was at home just chilling in her little uh, habitat there. Well fed. She had a good life. She had a good life. I I saw Princess Sandy Stanley many times since last Groundhog Day, and she really seemed to be enjoying herself. Now, if you're not familiar, this is a... um, this is a rodent. We tried initially to get ourselves a guinea pig for our Groundhog Day celebrations in Port Stanley, Ontario at the Pierside Pub. But we couldn't track one down, so we settled on this skinny pig about three or four years ago. And she did a great job. She, she predicted the weather just fine for us. And she'd even do a Super Bowl pick every year. Yeah. She's well-rounded. It's sad to think that she's no longer with us. Princess Sandy Stanley has passed away. Princess Sandy did not see her shadow. It'll be an early spring in Port Stanley. What do you think of Princess Sandy Stanley? Despite the fact that there is not a cloud in the sky and the sun is shining brighter than I have ever seen. It's a Port Stanley miracle! I got you, babe. Did Princess Sandy Stanley see her shadow this year? The princess did not see her shadow. Which means? We got an early spring, baby. Yeah, crazy that Princess Sandy Stanley, not once did she see her shadow. Year after year predicting that the beach town of Port Stanley would have an early spring, which was great for tourism. Oh, she was a real homer, (laughs) you know?
The show must go on. It feels so. It feels so wrong to replace her. It's happening. With another skiing. There'll be another rodent of some sort predicting the weather at the Pierside <laughs> Pub in Port Stanley. You should get like an emu who sticks its head in the sand or something. Just get another crazy animal. This Groundhog Day, we will have someone else filling that that role. The big shoes. They're little tiny shoes. <laughs> Our skinny pig, Princess Sandy Stanley, has left behind. I think it's the way she would have wanted it. And in the attorney for a New Jersey woman accused of working with a homeless man and her boyfriend to use a GoFundMe and a heartwarming story for a get-rich-quick scheme says his client was unaware of the scam and she was duped. Kate McClure, her boyfriend Mark D'Amico, and Johnny Bobbitt Jr. were charged last week with second-degree theft of, by deception and conspiracy to commit theft by deception for allegedly running a scam that swindled donors out of more than $400,000. Prosecutors reportedly have a text message McClure sent to a friend admitting it was a fraud. If found guilty, all three could serve up to five to ten years in prison. Well, at least that homeless guy has a place to stay now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just give me a break with you are duped. Well, I feel the worst for the homeless guy because his options are limited. Mm, Was he really homeless, though? He was in on the scam. Yeah, but I think he was still a homeless guy. I don't think the homeless part's in doubt. But they recruited him then. It may be, yeah. I want to see a movie made up, made about this. It's, I mean, it's kind like of a dark brilliant. comedy. You know, they almost got away with it. it when that much money's involved, the problem is they got greedy. That's yeah. what happens. You get greedy, and they tried to cut the homeless guy out of the deal. And these two, uh, these two, uh, this couple was living the life while this homeless guy was living in a trailer in their driveway. Yeah. I, I'm so glad they got caught. Yeah. Oh, it's just sweet justice. And then when the tweet, the t- stories are coming out yesterday saying, you know, the lawyer, one of those women saying, I was duped. I'm the real victim here. And yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll, uh, we feel so bad for all of you. We'll, we'll set up a GoFundMe <laughs> to make you feel better. How about that? <laughs> John is on the phone. He is, uh, he's trying to become a comedian in a car getting coffee at a Tim Hortons drive through if he makes a person on the drive through speaker laugh with a joke, we're going to hook him up with some Jerry Seinfeld tickets. How you doing there, John? Okay, so uh, actually, I'm, I'm almost up right now. Okay, cool. Okay. guy ahead of me. Yeah, that's good. So you got one guy who's in front of you here, John? Yeah. And your joke is clean, right? We said no dirty jokes. Seinfeld doesn't do the, the, the dirty jokes. You got to work clean. Promise. 100% clean joke. And you think it's funny enough that the person on the other end is going to laugh? I think I'm going to get a chuckle. Okay, I'm pulling up the speaker right now. Okay, hold the phone, like, outside so we can hear him. Okay. Good morning. Yeah, hey, uh, can I get a large regular? Okay. Yeah, and also I got one other thing for you here. I got, uh, uh, just wondering if you know where the computer learned to dance. Oh, I have no clue. Uh, at the disco. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good. You laughed, right? <laughs> I did. I hear laughing. <laughs> Thank you. At, at the <laughs> disc? Oh. <laughs> tell her. Tell her another joke. Drive up to the window. Oh. Get one ready. I, I didn't. That wasn't. She didn't laugh that hard. I thought you were going to oh, say at the okay, space okay, bar. Okay. All right. All right. I got okay, at the space bar would have been good. Yeah. The disc. Oh, it took <laughs> took a second. All right. That was a, a sympathy laugh, John. Yeah, that was a please move forward laugh. Hey, I'm trying to rock the dad jokes, man. The dad jokes get all the laughs. Do you have another dad joke ready for when you pull up to that window? Of course I do. I'm loaded with them. 
Uh, John's a comedian in a car getting coffee for Jerry Seinfeld tickets here. Seinfeld, yeah. Budweiser Gardens, April the 11th. <laughs> All right, here, here we go. I'm pulling up to the window. Yeah. No. Yeah. Really? I don't know what you did, but it, that's the way it is. Kaz, does that work? She seriously just gave me the coffee. For free? For free, for the joke. Because you told her a joke? Yeah. Tell her another one. Okay. Get a donut as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I got to tell you one more joke. Okay? <laughs> I didn't have a headset on, so I Oh, you didn't hear it? Okay, here. Hang on. I got I to I gotta do one more. Okay, so... Why did the frog take the bus to school? Why did the frog take the bus to school? Because his car got towed. Uh, have a good day. Thank you. <laughs> the least laughing laugh I've ever heard. <laughs> have a good day. Move along. Move along. It's rush hour at the drive-thru. Yeah, it is. I packed it up pretty good. Tough John, crowd. congratulations. You got yourself a free coffee this morning. Yeah. And you're going to see Jerry Seinfeld, who I have a feeling is going to be much funnier than you were this morning. <laughs> I'm guaranteeing that he's going to be. Yeah. At Budweiser Gardens. Way to go. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much.